All right, so welcome back for another fun-filled episode. Yeah, I'm excited to be back myself. I'm hoping that everyone else is. Do you know what I'm excited for? What are you excited for? It was 40 today. That was great. I mean, it was raining and miserable, but it was 40. But it was great. Like, I even drove the nicer car. It's still not great, but it's the nicer car. Right. It was great. Yeah. (sighs) Nice spring days in the middle of winter. Yeah, this is false spring. That's what this is. I know. Groundhog's Day, did we get winter or did we get spring? I didn't pay attention. They're never right. I don't even remember what it is. Is it like he he, sees his shadow and we got six more weeks of winter or he doesn't see his shadow and we got six weeks until spring? It's something about six weeks left of winter. So I think it's if he sees his shadow, he runs away. It means we're all screwed and we should all run away. So we've got six more weeks of winter. But what if he doesn't run away? Then does that mean it's spring or we got six weeks until spring? There's it's some I know it's the same thing. It really is the same thing. It's six weeks regardless. But I don't know what it is. Like, I don't I don't understand the story. Well, it's not even the story. It's pretty much six weeks from Groundhog, Groundhog's Day. Spring will happen. So which is it? Is it winter or spring? <laughs> right now it's winter. Is it, though? Because it was 40 and raining today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. And I completely wasted my money on my snow tires because we haven't had much snow for how cold it was. We haven't had much snow. I bought brand new snow tires. Wow, we're we're in the same boat. That's why it didn't snow much. It's got to be. There's no other logical explanation. For the first time in probably 10 years, I was nervous about where I lived because there's a lot of hills. Got to do this. So I got studded tires, too. I did. I went all out with it. I hate studded snow tires. I know you do. I got a set of studded snow tires from, from you that yes. were used, and I pulled four studs out to put plugs in that winter. You just don't do burnouts. It was the mo- I wasn't doing burnouts. Yes, it you was were. the most miserable. No, I wasn't. It was the most miserable winter I had because I kept ha- every other week. It seemed like I was pulling a stud <laughs> out to put a fucking plug in. Well, you've already got essentially nails in your tire now you are spinning them because i, I know was you were not spinning them it was in the nissan yeah because you <laughs> never spun those tires not on purpose only on accident especially when they were and you know what but not in the winter and regardless be thankful because before i gave you those tires you had racing slicks on that car and you just died everywhere but at least I didn't have to put plugs in. Not yet. <laughs> you were probably about a week away from it, let's be real. Oh, I plugged a tire today at work, by the way. Okay. Next to it was a plug that somebody else had put in. Yeah. And half the nail was still in it. Like, I dismounted <laughs> the tire to put a plug patch in it, and the nail was sticking through the inside of the tire with one of the regular stuff them through leather broke. plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. That's a first. I've never what do you seen think of the patch plugs? Because I know where you used to work only did the push-throughs. Um, I mean, it depends, I guess. It's... I've never had any luck patching them 
Okay. So if I was going to do a patch, I would do a patch plug. I wouldn't do just a regular old patch. Same. But I still, I've never realistically had a problem stuffing a leather plug in a tire either, or rubber, or whatever the fuck they're made out of. Right. I've never had a problem with those either. And I really feel like when you have a hole, like I get your stuff in the spike in and reaming it out to put the other plugs in, but yeah. you're, you're drilling it out. So you're definitely still creating a hole and breaking all the shit out of it. And if you're putting just a regular patch on, again, I've never had any luck. It's really the plug part of that that's, that's doing, most, doing of the most of the work. So what I like about it, though, is if you've got a nail that goes in crooked, you've got two ways of potentially sealing that. But you can also cause a leak. With with your push-through plug, you're just going to stuff it in and go. With the other plug, you're breaking the bead down and everything else. Yeah, right. So if you got a corroded rim or something and it doesn't get cleaned right, you fixed the leak they came in for and created, created another, another leak one. for them. But you should have cleaned the tire, right? Yeah, you should have, but we're flat rate, and it only pays so much. It wasn't leaking before. I should be able to stuff it back together and have it not leaking. Hopefully. On a nice clean rim. Right. But how often is that? Never. <laughs> not up here. No. Steel <laughs> wheels. Actually, steel wheels are the only time they're really... You don't have to deal with corrosion on steel thinking, wheels. <laughs> thinking of wheels, I was working on uh, Audi today. Okay. And I pulled the wheel studs out. Yep. And I saw something silver on them. Oh, my God. Anices. Yes. I hate anices. <laughs> Me too. I actually am still a little silver, and I washed my hands like three or four times since then. I I can't believe anyone would think about using it on anything ever. I hate anices with a passion. Same. I don't, I don't care if it's man. silver. I don't care if it's copper. The only thing I ever put anices on is wheel bearings for explorers after I get the old one out. And that's because they suck so bad. That's because they're already corroded. I'll yeah. use wheel bearing grease or anices or something between on the outside. I'll just coat it where it goes in the knuckle to make it so if it ever has to come back out, maybe it will. Right. Have you ever thought about using, like, brake grease or anything like that for it? I've used, like, the purple Permatex on it. Okay. I have used wheel bearing grease. I have used anices. It, realistically, as long as there's something that's going to, some kind of grease or something to make a little bit of a barrier, I feel like it's going to be better than if you don't. Exactly, and I've always used um, Brake Life, which is just really good brake grease. Um, I've always used that on basically everything that I'm worried basically, about seizing together. As far as like the brake grease goes, it's just more expensive. Yeah, and I see in regular like Valvoline wheel bearing grease shit is cheaper. Well, depends on how you're getting the brake grease by the tub, and. I mean, realistically, no, I don't probably don't have to pay for it regardless it, of how... Exactly. You know, if what, I'm getting at it through work, work, usually it's a shop supply item, so I just use it for what I need to use it for. Yeah. So when I was taking apart said Audi wheels, I also ran into something else. Bigger tires? Does this equal more wheel weights for you? Um, What kind of wheel weights? Stick on. I hate stick on. Me too. But I, I try have not to use, to use them. them. I know you do. I I will try not to use sticky weights. 
realistically, bigger tire how? <clears throat> like it was a 275-60-20, I believe. That had to be an SUV of some kind. It was an SUV. So. Okay. Yeah. On that note, no. Realistically, not. Like, if you're talking, like, you know, 315, 75, 17 for, like, a Raptor or something. Okay. Like, then, you might end up with more weights just because you got all that tire, mud tire, right. stuff like that. But realistically, the the overall size shouldn't matter for the amount of weight. It, cause, I mean, you're not dealing with a 19.5 truck tire or anything right. like that, it's so just, it, it should it be fine. Should be fine. That's kind of what I thought too. Uh, but these wheels were definitely bent. Which, oh well, that's different. Yeah, which meant I put a lot of weight in one spot. But were they front to rear specific? No, so I put it on the right rear. Okay, because I know like some of the BMWs and Mercedes like. There's rear rims and there and are front, front rims. rims. Yep. And you cannot because... interchange them. N- no. How'd you find <laughs> that one out? Um, Did you try to put an 18-inch tire on a 17-inch wheel? No. It was actually <laughs> worse than that. Oh, boy. I figured out that they had front and rear difference in rims of some nature. Yeah. On a mid-80s Z28. Mid-80s Z28. What car would this be? Camaro. Z28 Camaro. No, I know, but the one you used to own, I'm assuming, right? Um, No, it was one that I towed over to a buddy's house. Okay. We were taking parts off of it, but it had a flat, so we grabbed... It was a Camaro, so we just grabbed another Camaro wheel. It was yeah. a Z28 wheel. Well, it was apparently a rear, and we stuffed it on the front... And we got it on, and the wheel was locked up, and we were like, oh, it's probably just from sitting. So we started driving, and we hit about 35, 40 miles an hour down the road, and the wheel <laughs> broke free, and it chewed the whole inside of that rim up on the strut. Oh, my God. It's because they're wider. Yes. I also watched a kid um, at work put a rear on a front of a Mercedes, and it was scraping. Yeah, I we had to bring it in with and, a BMW. Oh. I swear he spent just about all day on that because, like, he got the rims, he got all the tires mounted, then it wasn't right, and then, and then he had to do it again. So then he put them on, but then he put the front tire on a rear rim, and like, because they were still the same rim, yeah, diameter. Are the Shelby's like that or anything for Ford? Um, some of them. That's what I thought. Cause... The best way to find out is look at the door jam. Ford. But like some of the high end ones, you got to order the tire per corner. So they have specific left front, right front, yep. like tire, not yeah. even just rim, just, just tire. tire. Yeah. That's crazy. What's the difference between the tires in those cases? The way the tread's designed. It's got to okay. be a handling thing. Okay. It's got to be the way they're, the tread grooves are for handling or something. Right. I'm not a complete tire expert. Yeah, me neither. Black round holds air. Pretty much. Oddball question. Okay. Hit me. Guys have a slit in the front of their boxers so they can pull their junk out and take a piss without having to, like, pull half their shit off. Yeah. Do you think 
that there are women out there that buy crotchless underwear so that they can just sit on a warm toilet seat like they don't have to sit their ass cheeks on a cold toilet seat or is there or are they built more like a thong and there's just not enough material and they just where they're gonna get a cold toilet seat anyway so first of all i think they're built like a thong and you're just gonna get a cold toilet seat anyway no matter what you do okay b where do you come up with these things what made you think of this um, I got up for work the other morning and I put my boxers on backwards and I was like, nobody would use this for a shithole. Like <laughs> nobody in their right mind is trying to shit through this hole on their boxers. I wouldn't put it past some people. I mean, I guess you never know, but I wouldn't personally put it that way. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, I would let my wife put them on backwards, but that's for obvious other reasons. Not for her to for, shit out of them. For, yeah, no. Easy access. Easy access. But no, I was just thinking about it. Don't get the edible ones, though, if you're going to try to piss through them. Nobody wants to eat those after that. No, those are, <laughs> that would be really weird. Yeah. But there's a whole category on Pornhub for that. But that's a whole different topic for another time. That's Don't not get me now. started on Pornhub. That's like getting you started on Google. Oh. Why? Because if you can think of it, there's a porn of it. That is true. And it's There's a usually funny. That's not really what I think of usually when I watch porn is how funny it's going to be. What's what's an example of a funny one? A man dressed up as a dinosaur. Is going he... at it with a girl. And she's going getting off on the fact that he looks like a dinosaur. Okay. 100 bucks. 100 bucks what? I bet I would bet you. I just thought of that out of thin air. I oh, bet you I bet you there is So one. we didn't watch the same video then. You just Okay. 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 Moving on. So recently yeah. I bought a new microwave. Okay. And it's got, you know, it's a convection oven. It's Okay, how much was it? About 130. Oh. Okay. So it's a convection oven. It's you know, an air fryer, it's all sorts of stuff. It does really cool shit, right? Okay. Um. So my wife unpackaged it, opened it up, got it set up one day while I was at work, which was really sweet. Called me and told me that there wasn't any directions. So we had to figure out how to use it as we went. Okay. Now, was it, was this like one of those toaster oven air fryer type yeah, setups so, or yeah was this like does... traditional microwave hanging above the stove but it does the convection oven shit it doesn't hang above the stove but it's the traditional microwave style and it does all the other stuff okay because i got suckered into one of those did i ever tell you about that yeah i went to lowe's and we we're looking for <clears> like <throat> a new oven okay and she was like oh i like this one i want this one and i'm like oh yeah it's only like five hundred dollars she's like no, that's the microwave above it that we're getting. So, yeah, we ended up spending $500 on a damn microwave to hang above our oven. Oh, my God. The stove was, like, 17 And it wasn't – we did it during tax time, so, like – Yeah, it wasn't awful. Right. It could have been a lot worse. But then she's like, you're going to hang my microwave up for me, right? <clears throat> I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. You got the wrong guy for that. Like, I fix cars, not houses. 
You see that nice stove? You want it to be nice? I ain't hanging that microwave up because I'm going to break both the microwave and the stove when that fucker falls. You better find somebody so, else. So then you just had to call a couple family members, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. Six months later, somebody hung our microwave up for us. <laughs> Did you not use it for six months after you bought it? It sat on the counter. Oh, okay. So, so I, our microwave. Actually, no, sorry, I'm wrong. It was too big for the counter. It sat in a box for six months until it got hung up. We'd already we already had two counter top microwaves. Microwave. Yes, we had two of them already. And you bought another one. Yes. Ours was sparking on the inside whenever you used it, so we decided it was time to replace it. You can't leave the fork on the plate. No, without <laughs> without metal in it. It was just So okay. what had happened was in the right-hand corner of the microwave, the paint had chipped off. Okay. So, so it was in the back in the back order. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's, so that's terrible. Got a new microwave. She calls me. No directions. So we use the microwave a few times. We're figuring it out as we go, right? Yep. One day I decide to make Freya, my daughter. Uh, I decided to make her chicken nuggets. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I think I'll be nice today. And instead of microwaving them, I'm going to use the toaster oven. And okay. I'm gonna bake them. I, I found the instructions. Yeah. Yeah. When they were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> because, were they in the bottom? Nope. In the top, on, wrapped in the coils for the <laughs> baking stuff. <laughs> so you let your new microwave on fire. Uh huh. And then I reached in with my bare hand, pulled the flaming, <laughs> pulled the flaming instructions out, threw it in the sink, poured water over them, threw out the chicken nuggets, aired out the microwave, put new chicken nuggets in, decided to use just the microwave this time, <laughs> said, I'm not trying this again. I and can't when, believe you didn't eat those nuggets. I know. Well, you know, that little bit of smoke flavor, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah, smoked nuggets. Never, I've never thought of smoked nuggets as a good thing. <laughs> but anyway, so my wife gets home and she goes, it smells like smoke in here. Is everything okay? And I go, yeah, it's fine. I already took care of it. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, also, I found the instructions for the microwave. Yeah. What do you mean? Go look in the sink. <laughs> and there they are. And you can see the coils. Why were they in the sink? Well, because this nice lady that installed it for me forgot to take him out of the coil. <laughs> well, to be fair, I looked too. To but be... they were, so coils are here. You can't see where that is. It was a really bad design. Well, like they should have put somewhere on there instructions inside. Do you know, you know what, what, okay, so I got a few questions. Okay, First what? of all, do you know what your real problem is? What's the real problem? You didn't hang it above your stove. If it was above your stove, you would have seen the directions when you looked up to put stuff in there. Second of all. I'm so mad now. <laughs> second of all, how many meals, how many times did you use this with the instructions up there before you lit oh, probably them on fire? Ten, Oh, probably 10 to 20 times. <laughs> because as long as it wasn't using the coil, it was fine. Wasn't wrapped in plastic or anything? No, it wasn't wrapped in plastic or nothing. It was literally just the paper. <laughs> okay, so that's not as bad. That or I burnt the plastic and didn't know. But as far as I'm aware, it was just the paper. Well, let me put it to you this way. My wife is really bad at burning food. Okay. One of the few foods that Karina will eat, my four-year-old, Yeah. 
is bagels. She wants a bagel with white frosting. Well, my wife has Please our toaster. Please tell me to- that's cream cheese. Yes. Okay. My wife has the toaster cranked up to like three or four. I walked in the other day. She was making toast for herself, and I'm looking at the smoke coming out of the fucking toaster where it's burning the shit out of her bread. <laughs> I'm just like, is this normal for you? Like, like, turn the shit down, pop it up, do something, get it out of there. Like, it's a good thing that there's no smoke alarm in the kitchen. But... I mean, it would be fine. It's fine. Did the did Karina still eat it? That was for her. That wasn't for Karina. That was her own. So it's like, you want to burn your own shit? That's fine. I don't know. Oh. Right. Okay. So she makes Karina's bagels, but she burns them all the time. So what she did is instead of, you know, not burning them and figuring out why they keep burning, she decided to just lie to the kid, essentially. So she told her that they are black sprinkles (laughs) and that they're not actually burnt. You're so kidding. she makes her a bagel with black sprinkles and white frosting, which is cream cheese. She does this so much that the other day I asked Karina, I said, would you like a bagel with white frosting? She goes, yeah, can I have one without black sprinkles? <laughs> I said, I will make it for you so there's no black sprinkles. Oh my but that, God. it's the same thing though with grilled cheese sandwiches. It's a uh, sandwich with... Or it's a cheese sandwich with black sprinkles. But grilled cheese, you know, you they're not black. Where black. did she come up with this? Because this is a great idea. I don't know. My wife is a savage when it comes to that shit. Like, toaster strudels? Yeah. My kids, for the longest time, did not know that there was frosting that came with toaster strudels. My wife would buy a box of six. She would eat three herself, and she would use two packets of frosting on each one. And then when there was three... Genius. When there was three toaster strudels left yeah. and no frosting, she'd make them for the kids and just give them to them with no frosting. She is a genius. So the one day I gave Rain a toaster strudel with some frosting on it, and she's like, what's this? I'm like, the frosting, the icing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know they had that. You've been eating them for years. What are you talking about? Oh. That's when I found out that mom uses two packages and oh. never gives any to the kids. <laughs> so they had no that's... clue. They've been deprived this whole time. That's so sad. It really also is. Also so smart. On the topic of food. Okay. When you and your wife are out and about and, you know, you're not cooking at home. Okay. And you dare to ask that question, what do we want to eat? How does this usually go? Um, Probably a lot different than yours. Okay. Why don't you start by telling me yours and I'll tell you how much easier you have it than I do. so mine usually goes with well i don't know you decide so then i decide and i go we're gonna go to this place and she goes yeah you know that doesn't sound bad but what what do i want there i don't know what you want there (laughs) i don't know so after a while we you know once we were in the relationship for a little while she explained to me she's like okay So to solve this problem, instead of you asking me where I want to go, because then I've got too many options. Right. If you ask me where I want to go, everything's an option. I don't like it. Right. Give me three or four different places that you think would sound good, and I'll pick from those. So I started doing that. None of those sounded good. Motherfucking fly. (laughs) None of those sounded good to her. Okay. Um. And that's what would just 
continuously happen. So then I brought it up. I'm like, okay, you told me to do the thing. I'm doing the thing. And we still can't make up our minds. Did you get told how you're doing it wrong? No. Okay. That might have helped me because then I could have <laughs> fixed it. So then I went, okay, cool. What do you want me to do? She's like, just pick the place. I'll pick what I want. Okay. Cool. And then no ma- now, no matter what I pick, it's not right. Yeah, now she tells you where she wants to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if we are out and about and we need to find some place to eat, it isn't a where do you want to go? It's where can you eat? She can't have gluten, she can't have lactose, and she can't have artificial sweeteners. She can't have cross-contaminated gluten or anything. So it's literally that leaves nothing. Where can you eat? Usually, it's we go to Wegmans and she'll get like a sub on a gluten-free roll or something okay. of that nature. Let me just tell you this, okay? We went to Vegas. Right. We were at Caesar's Palace in Vegas. She's trying to find somewhere to eat. And I was like, listen, why, you know, we just got here. It's already getting late. I said, I don't give a shit. Order a steak off from room service or whatever. Like, just whatever. I'll go get a burger and fries because I can do that. And she's like, well, just go do that. I'll figure it out. I said, no, I'm not going to leave you here when you're hungry too. To go get food that you can't eat. We need to find something that you can at least eat too. So then they come up with this restaurant, right? Okay. It is a whole food style restaurant. Oh boy. Their hamburgers on a whole wheat bun with sweet potato hash. Like you can't get French fries here. You know, that actually sounds good because sweet potato fries are good. Like I asked them if they had soda, like Coke or whatever, and that's all they had. They didn't have like coke products they just had coke oh my god like one of the, one of those places where also sorry to interrupt but if whenever you're out getting chinese food i don't get chinese food you should one day because for the simple fact of you ask the waitress if she if they have coke or pepsi products they almost always have coke and they almost always say it cock <laughs> I'll remember that if I'm ever in a Chinese restaurant. Okay. And if I'm ever in a Chinese restaurant, you better come get me because I'm probably not feeling well. (laughs) Anyways, so we're at this (laughs) restaurant where, like, everything, like, it says grass-fed on the one meat thing they have. Oh, gee. Okay. Like, the rest of it is, like, eggplant parmesan and, like, it's basically one of those very close to vegan restaurants. Yeah. But we get down there, and all the people were with, like, I got a hamburger with no side. So I got a grass-fed hamburger, no side on a whole wheat bun. That sounds way too healthy for you. One of the other people got, like, eggplant parm with black beans for their side. And we're all going around. Ordering all this foreign food where I'm looking at the list and I'm like, can you tell me what any of this is? And she looks at it and she goes, you would eat this. You would eat this if you take that off and you might eat this, but probably not. I'm like, cool. Whatever. But it was gluten free where there was plenty of yeah. options where she could pick. What? How was the grass fed burger? It wasn't awful. Do you know what the worst part of that whole meal was? What? 
they go to take her order after we've all ordered all this, you know, lawn food. Yeah. And she goes, I'll have a steak. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> we came all the way to this this restaurant where I won't even – over half the menu, I won't even eat. I can't pronounce half the shit on the menu. And you ordered a steak? Like, are you fucking for real? <laughs> we're not here we for me. We're here for you. We could have went anywhere. We, we could have gone to the steakhouse and we could have all gotten steak. Like, yes, I know I could have ordered steak while I was there, but I – it was like a $45 steak, which isn't that bad when you're down there. Right. But I was like, no, I don't know that I want to do that. It's our very first night. And yeah. Yeah. The which room, you should have. But Well, the room service steak was 80 so it's not like it. But at the same time, I was like, I don't fucking care right now. I need to get you food because I, I was just like, I want a burger and fries. Right. Like, that's it. You knew what you wanted. Right. Which then you. I got half grass. of what I wanted. Yeah. I got a fucking. How, what, you, I don't know if you answered. How was the grass-fed burger? It would be a lot better on not a whole wheat bun, like maybe a sesame seed bun. You know, you don't like whole wheat? I'm not that healthy. You know how it just has that texture, that grainy texture? Yeah, that is true. It does have an odd texture to it. It tastes right. Okay. It's but the texture. It's an acquired weird. taste that I don't necessarily have. Like yeah. we just don't eat whole wheat. It's just not a thing for us. No. What do you eat on your burgers? Like, start to finish, from scratch. Tell me how you make your burger. Okay. Well, first things first, you get some meat. Pre-made patties or frozen? Oh. Neither. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I botched that, obviously. Um, Frozen patties or you make your own from, like... Make my own. I make my own patties. Um... (laughs) The patty. Um, so then I take McGormick's burger seasoning. Okay. Because that stuff is amazing. Okay. You dump it in. Not a lot. I mean, you dump don't, it you don't. in. In, the, in, in or the, on? In the meat. Okay. You put a little bit of onion in said meat. Okay. And then you make your patties with the onion in it. Okay. Oh, sorry. It makes more sense if we go this way. Yeah. <laughs> this way doesn't make a very good burger. No. A little tall. Yeah, a little bit. And you fry it up, medium rare. I'm sorry. If you're well done, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. Put some cheese on it. Caramelize some onions. Put those on top of it. Put some ketchup on it. And you've got yourself a delicious burger. Do you temp check your hamburgers? No. Not a chance. My wife, she had a regular analog, like, dial temp gauge because she temps a lot of her meat. Okay. That apparently wasn't good enough anymore. She wanted to get one of them with batteries where she could just turn it on and stick it in and be done. So that's what she bought. Okay. The one night we're sitting there, and we've had burgers in the pan now for half an hour. Oh, no. she pulls one out, and she temp checks it. She's like... It's only at like 82, 84. I'm like, there's no fucking way. It's just like, they're they're not done. I'm like, I'm telling you for free. They're I have been making hamburgers for 15 to 20 years. Yeah. These fuckers are done. Like, they're done. A hundred percent. They're too done at this point. And she's like, well, they're not. I said, well, I'll risk it then because they're done. So I pull one out and 
I take a bite out of it. There's steam rolling out of this burger. There is no pink left inside this burger. I'm like, look, it is done. And she's like, I don't understand. And then she stops mid-sentence. She had her th- brand new thermometer in Celsius. Oh, my God. They were way they, overdone. They we were almost like, had charcoal biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so done. Oh, my God. So I don't temp check anything. If it's got to be temp checked, she makes it. And if it's a burger, yeah. I make it because it doesn't need to be checked. Yeah, and most burgers, if you're temp checking them, burgers and steaks, if you're temp checking them, honestly, don't cook. No. So when I make a hamburger, I make a hamburger. Yeah. Um, My hamburgers, for me, I can fit one in a pan. Just one. Did you forget to do the squish? No, I did the squish. That's <laughs> that's why. I make about a one-pound hamburger every time I make my hamburgers oh for my myself. Um, I squish it down, and usually it fills the whole palm of my hand, and you know, you work it around. How do you make a bun for that? Or how do you get a bun for that? You don't. You use Italian bread because it's one of the widest like slices of bread. Oh, my and God. And it doesn't really still fit in that either. I don't use traditional hamburger buns or hot dog rolls. I use bread for everything. So, I make this giant one-pound patty, and I will throw it in the pan. It gets so soggy. Don't wait so long to eat it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Use two slices? I don't know. I just, I make a mess, but whatever. I don't care. It's so fucking good. But, so I make these one-pound patties. I throw them in the pan. Garlic okay. powder, onion powder, salt and pepper. All you need. Throw it in the pan, cook it. It doesn't have to be bleeding, but it still has to be pink a little bit yes. on the inside. And then I will, I wouldn't say caramelize, but similar thing. I'll take a can of mushrooms and throw them in the pan and heat up the mushrooms. Throw the mushrooms on top. And I mean like half a can of mushrooms on top. Okay. And like two or three slices of cheese so you can actually cover the whole burger and all the mushrooms. Oh my God. Stick it in the bread. Both sides covered in mayonnaise, and once in a while, I'll take and I'll crush some avocado up to look like baby food, like a spread, yeah. and put avocado on one of the slices. You are so weird. It is amazing. How are you not a million pounds in diabetes? Remember this? Genetics. 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 That's from last week. Yep. So We covered this. Yep, we covered this. So, I make burgers that way, and then I only need to eat one. I, I am... What you would call, I wouldn't say logical, but in my brain, it's like, all right, why am I going to make three small burgers to eat versus just one big burger to eat? Because you don't have to eat three burgers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I do, though. <laughs> like, if I'm going to get full, so eat, I just eat, eat one burger and fries with it instead of a pound of burger. And I'm going to eat the pound of burger and fries. What? I didn't say I didn't eat fries still. I definitely oh my God. St- <laughs> I'm pound still burger eating fries. And fries. Yeah. Oh my God. Just throwing it out there. Genetics can't do this much. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, they're really fucking good. We'll have like, to have a burger cook off one day. You will lose. But no, so, anyways, the logical part of my brain is like one versus three. I'm just going to eat one. Same thing with alcohol. Why, for me, I'm not going to drink six beers, you know, eight beers, ten beers, whatever, and try to get hammered. 
I'll just make one mixed drink with four to five shots in it and drink it throughout the night and get hammered if I'm going to do that. I'm the same way with that one. The only beer I drink is from Mortalis. They're a really good brewery that makes the beer. Not well, it's one like of those beer. things, too, where it's like, all right, 12-ounce beer. Yeah. Let's say five, 60 ounces you just drank mm-hmm. versus maybe a 20-ounce. Yeah. You're going to have to piss a lot less. Oh, yeah. And when you're hammered, it's harder to piss. It's harder to aim. Right. You don't need to be pissing all over yourself. But that's that's just the way my brain works. Another question for you. Okay. If you are not friends with somebody that you work with and they fall down and you give them CPR. Okay. Can that be considered harassment or sexual harassment? Especially if you're not certified. I don't know. Is it considered? Okay. So if you, if you successfully (sighs) give them CPR, I feel like you'd be fine. If you try to give them CPR and you fuck it up, is that considered harassment? No, because they can't do anything because they're dead. Well, not if somebody else steps (laughs) in or if the EMTs get there first, like your piss poor CPR made it so that we could get here. Like, Nah, they're piss poor. My piss poor CPR is making it so that the person's not there anymore. Okay. Also, I asked my wife about it, and she looked at me like I was dumb. Okay. And I was like, what's that look for? She's like, you do know that you can give somebody CPR whether you're certified or not? You can? Yes. You do not have to be certified to give somebody CPR. Then why do they have a certification? For EMTs, firefighters, police officers, they... The certification is more or less that places like to have somebody that is certified because then they can say they know for a fact that yeah. somebody knows what they're doing. So it's it's kind of like, you know. For if, insurance purposes. Yeah, because like if you were to just hire someone and they were like, yeah, I know how to do CPR. <laughs> and then they got out a beer can and started shoving it in some guy's face going, please breathe again, breathe again. Drink this. <laughs> Drink this, you'll feel better. Here, pour this little sip of moonshine down there. He'll cough it all up. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you'll be breathing again, I promise. <laughs> I try it every night. It works just fine. <laughs> See, <laughs> there it is. Hurts like a motherfucker, but he's breathing again. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a good look. Yeah, no. So they need someone certified. I guess that makes sense. Right. They want somebody certified there, but, but you don't have to be certified. But I guess if you're not certified and you do mess it up, and you do. Are you liable for it? Yeah. What if I kill someone? <clears throat> I wonder if that would be like a wrongful death suit at that point. Or would like, it be a murder? Manslaughter, maybe. Manslaughter. <clears throat> but like, all right, let's say I was certified and you aren't certified. Okay. And somebody goes down in front of us and you not being certified gives them CPR and they don't make it. But I was there, and I could have given them CPR, and I'm certified. And they could have made it if I did it. Can you get sued for that? Like, can you get sued for I mean, not I'm doing sh- it? I mean, probably. I mean, you probably can get sued for anything. You can get you but, can you but can get they win. That's the real question because you can get sued for everything, right? But yeah, the winning. I. But yeah, but the winning is the question, right? I mean, shit. If you can win a lawsuit for not being told your coffee's hot that you ordered, 
Yeah. And I lost a lawsuit when I worked with a specific company. I had to go to court because the customer stated that I bent a wheel with the tire machine. It wasn't on this audio you just worked on, was it? No. <laughs> no, it was back when I worked. You know what? Screw it. It was back when I worked at Walmart. Okay. And, yeah, the customer stated on a BMW that I bent the wheel. Honestly, though, we're in, <clears throat> we're in the uh, the age and time nowadays where it doesn't matter what actually happens. Correct. What matters is your rating on Google and what the customer thinks or feels. Perception is reality, unfortunately. Exactly. Which it doesn't matter that, you know, so it's, it's wheel a... is round, wheel was bent this way, and obviously with the tire machine... They, right, it would have been out. It would have been this way if I got it at all, but... but either... Either way, it's one of those deals where it's not even just that the customer is right, like the customer is always right type thing, because they're not always right. The issue is that the customer's opinion matters so much that we're in this world where if something is screwed up by a business for a customer and they get a bad review, they will go above and beyond and out of their way to try to appease the customer whether they were at fault or not, right? to try to get it reversed. And that was even in a case, that specific case was even in a case where we chose not to. That's how it ended up in court. Right. We chose not to pursue it because we were like, no, we didn't mess this up. Right. But it didn't matter. Right. It's a company versus an individual. Right. And the individual almost always wins because... Right, it is what it is. You you got to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you didn't screw it up. Right, and there's no real way to do that because, like, one of the questions I got asked was, "What's the PSI that the tire machine will put out as far as pressure for breaking down the beads?" Yeah, I'm like, no I don't idea. Know. It's enough to break down the beads. Well, then right. how can you say it's not enough to bend the wheel? Because I didn't hit it, <laughs> and. Because I've hit it on my own cars and it didn't bend. Right. There's the other thing, too, that I find amusing about that. There's cameras on a lot of the new machines. Yep. And the angle sucks. You can't see shit anyway. No. Like, there, that was one of the big things when we were looking at tire machines the one time. They were like, yeah, it's got a camera on it. So, you know, if there's ever any problem. Yeah, except for I saw your camera angle and it sucks and you can't see anything. Yeah. My head blocked at 90% of the time, you know. Right. You got the same graphical qualities in Nintendo 64 on your <laughs> <Right>. fucking camera. <laughs> well, and that's kind of how it was, you know, at a couple of different places I worked. It was just, you know, your cameras are so bad that you can't even see who did damage to one of our lot vehicles or this or that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What is your opinion on this? You've been working with cars, and you, you understand the whole system yeah. now. All these Kias and Hyundais that keep getting stolen. Yep. Do you think overall, as a brand, these vehicles have lost value, like trade-in-wise and everything else? Oh, yeah. 100%. Do you want one? No, but that's... Whether they can steal them or not, I don't. <laughs> oh, well, that's true, because they're not the best cars. Sorry. No, so I did a little bit of digging, and I talked to 
a couple different appraisers about it. Okay. The overall value of the ones that are pointed out as being very stealable. Yeah. The value in them has gone down some, but it's not it's not necessarily even the value of them per se. It's the the one explained it to me is it's a game now. Because you take them in on trade, but then you got to try to figure out how to sell them. It, right. When and people know that they're easy to steal, which means no one's really going to buy them. That's only half the problem. What's the other half? So in some of the researching that I was doing, yeah, some of the major insurance companies now, if you are a new customer, like it's a new vehicle for you, okay. will not insure you. They uh, can't get people insured for these cars. you can't get registered. They which can't, means you can't sell the car. They can't get them insured, or they're <clears throat> jacking the premiums through the roof where you can't afford to insure even if you can find somebody that will. Right. So, like, none of I didn't see any reports where they're, like, dropping customers that already own them. No, but I But as far as being like, hey, I want to add this car to Kia, they're just like, no. No. No, we're not going to do this because it's going to cost us way too much. Because mm-hmm. they know it's gonna, probably going to get stolen because you got to think of all the money that these insurance companies have probably paid out for all these stolen vehicles. Right. Or, so I talk or to, recovery vehicles that so, were recovered. Right. So I talked to the city dealership and they're like, yeah, we have we can't sell them. Like nobody wants to buy them. And the, other, yeah. the people that do can't get insurance for them basically. So like, yes, their value's gone down. And then I talked to... Another appraiser that was more like rural area, out of the city, more country-based. Okay. And he said that realistically, yes, the the value has come down, but not drastically by any means. He said all of them that they've gotten in that's been in the list of like, this is one of those stealable cars. Yeah. Has been like a junker, like it's going to go to auction or the scrapyard to where... They're, they already didn't have well, value when it came in. It wasn't right. any like the five-year-old cars or anything and, like that. And that makes sense to so me. They, so they haven't personally had to deal with it yet. Okay. He said, but it's it's going to be that whole game of I can take this in on trade, but I can't take it in for what you think because I'm going to have a hard enough time finding somebody that wants to buy it, let alone somebody that's going to be able to insure it to buy it. Right. And then you've also got the fact that a lot of them are going to wholesale right away anyway makes sense because a lot of them are the cars that have that 2.4 gdi motor with all sorts of issues and well a lot of people stuff a lot of people contrary to popular belief don't Mm -hmm. trade in a vehicle because there's nothing wrong with it that yeah (laughs) i know and i do like that because my used car managers would argue with you all day long and go oh why does every car need brakes Okay, let me ask you a question. Last time you traded in a car, did you put brand new brakes on it and then Let's go, see. Oh, take it. Half half of the people that are coming in and trading in with you just got done having their car serviced. They got the laundry list that we told them they needed. They just didn't give you that laundry list and you never asked me for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I basically the unit value may have come down a little bit, but it's more because of the environment, the insurance world, and again, like nobody realistically wants a car that their neighbor's fourteen-year-old kid can, can just steal. steal out of their driveway. It, right. That the value they aren't going to give as much for it just because they're not going to be able to get rid of it. 
Right. And when you look at a car deal from a dealer's perspective, it's okay. So if I buy it off of you for six grand, I can sell it for 10, make a profit and have enough room for repairs in between. But when you can only sell it for four because no one wants it. Right. It, it doesn't matter if you can, yeah. if it's worth 10. The Kelly value, Blue Book can the say value, 10 all day long. It's the value in the sight of the customers. I was going to say, it's the value, because, it. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. You can sell a Pokemon card for $100 to the right person with the if you've got the right card. But Actually, they're worth a lot more than that now. I know that. It makes me so sad. Me too. Don't worry. I all, know. All the stuff I was walking around just recently, actually, so it's funny you brought that up. I was walking around a uh, antique store. Oh, don't no. We're skipping this conversation. I don't. I don't need to hear how my childhood toys have become antiques at this point. We already had the conversation <laughs> about how we're not actually old yet. So let's antique. There was little... Pokemon cards in there, and a Bulbasaur card first edition that I had was selling there for two hundred and thirty. Yeah, and I'm sitting here going, I had that. I had like eighty of those. <laughs> right, those were popular. Now they're not, and they're wor- what? <laughs> yeah, I could have. A major collector could about retire. Yeah, for well, a year. With how many I used to have between that and Yu Gi Oh, because those are selling for quite a bit of money now too. I probably wouldn't have to work, honestly. Yeah, and here I am being stupid. But yeah, me. to the to the right buyer, you can sell anything for whatever oh for you anything. Want. Yeah, but if there's no market, it doesn't matter. If, the, if if there's no market, you're not going to sell it, regardless exactly. of how much you're trying to get for it. My my grandma, who's, you know, unfortunately passed away, and my grandpa, who unfortunately passed away, you know, one owned a Mitsubishi Eclipse and one owned a Mazda Protégé. I can guarantee you I'll pay more for either of those cars than you ever would. Yeah, 100%. Because you probably wouldn't pay anything for either. You wouldn't buy them. I wouldn't drive them. I mean, <laughs> if they were given to me, I would drive them. I don't want to sound like a spoiled rich kid. And I, it's not like I drive anything that nice. I drive a fucking Ford Focus. But yeah. I drive a sportier Ford Focus. You, you drive Woo! an ST. I have an S without the T. And with, oh, I thought of you earlier. I was scrolling through my phone. Yes. And I saw an article. Okay. And it said, things you never see in cars anymore. Manuals. No. Oh. That would have made me think of me and giggled. Okay. Crank windows. Oh, I have two of those. It's a four-door. I know. I have two. They're in the rear. (laughs) I have power windows in the front and crank windows in the back. I don't have a backup camera. I have a backup camera. I have a backup camera. So I have a fully loaded ST. Yep. With a sunroof. Leather. Racing seats. Recaro. Nav. I have an S model with seats and <laughs> some windows yes. and a they, trunk. They may go like this. They may go like this. It depends and, on where you sit. Yep. It's a lot harder to use the child locks in the back. You just got to take the handle off. There's no child locks? For the windows. Oh. Window oh. locks, child locks, yeah, whatever. I see what you mean. Oh, no, oh, the child locks on the door work. I fuck with the kids once in a while and I'll put them on just so they get stuck. They don't find Have it you ever taken the handles off of the doors so they can't roll up and down the windows? No, I'm too lazy for that. They used to, though, have to sit in, like, booster seats, and they couldn't reach them with their hands, so they would use their feet. So, I actually, uh, 
impressed one of my coworkers the other day. You know the special tool you need for the clips for the roll-up windows? Yeah. He was he was like, oh, you're never going to have the tools you need to get off that door panel. It was an older Pontiac. Oh, 100%. I rip it out of my toolbox. Done. And he's like, See, wait, what? And I'm like, I'm I'm old. I don't I don't know if mine is that clip style like that, but I've reached in with a pick and popped the clip out also. Yeah. Um, some of them now just have a cover and they're, they got like a screw through them. Yeah. I know. Advancements in technology. Advancements. Others just have motors and roll themselves up and down. I know. God. Some even do it when you press buttons on the keys. Some do it when you don't want them to. I've had quite a bit of newer trucks come in. Okay. And it's always the same one. They'll be like, hey, I got a customer here. The right rear window won't go up. It's stuck down. I'm like, yeah, it needs a master switch. The switches keep shorting out. So I will go and pop the switch out. And what I do is I'll take and I will unplug the switch. If we have one, I'll put it in and then it's just fixed. Right. If we don't, I'll use my power probe and roll the window back up and I will leave the switch on the door that's good unplugged because then it can't make contact and leave the master switch plugged in so they can still use the other three windows. And then when the new switch comes in, I switch the switch out and plug the door switch back in. Gotcha. That's smart. Yeah. It's really smart. I can be smart sometimes. Once in a while. But now, I have a question for you. Okay. Let's see how smart you are. Not. Are you car smart? Yeah, I'm all right. Are you book smart? No. Okay, cool. This is going to be fun then. (laughs) Okay, what's up? How do you spell women as in plural? W-O-M-E-N. How do you spell women singular? W-O-M-A-N. Because it's woman. Yes. I was wondering if you would see that or not. Because I've always, for like the last like <clears throat> couple of years, whenever I've put it down, like it'll autocorrect for either. Yeah. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know which I don't know. is which. And then the other day I had an epiphany that man is one and men is more than one. And then I was like. I never realized <laughs> why. <laughs> yeah. I've just known that's what it is. But that's that's why. Yeah. Oh my god! I feel yeah, so dumb. And do you know where the word came from? No. They were watching them. They went, "Ooh, man!" <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you do when you don't know how to spell a word? I usually try to spell it how it sounds. Um, give me an example, I guess. Fart. Starts with a f, so it's an f. <laughs> yep. Hopefully it's not ph. Could be wrong. Art. Ah. Yeah. A. Okay. So I just kind of do that. So you like try to like really hardcore break it down? If there's something where I'm not just going to completely guess and just go for it, yeah. So what if you were going to spell something like dysfunctional d i s f u n oh you're challenging me <laughs> i'd probably type it and see what autocorrect says okay 
Um, by the way, dysfunctional has a Y in it. I'm pretty sure. No, it doesn't. It's D-I-S. F-U-N-C-T-I-O-N. Well, the Tech 9 song has a Y in it. Well, that's Tech 9. <laughs> He's purposely doing it wrong. I don't know. So, give me a it's big... It's a rapper. Give me a big word. Any big word. Something that would be harder to spell. That you think would be harder to spell. Dictionary. <laughs> so, I somewhat know how to spell it, but if I know for a fact, we'll use dictionary as a word, that's fine. Okay. And I don't know how to spell it, I am going to purposely spell it so terribly wrong that you have to read it the right way. So, dictionary. Don't know how to spell it. Okay. D-I-C-K. There's dick. Shun. <laughs> S-H-U-N. Shun. Oh Airy. Airy. A-I-R-Y. Dictionary. No. And you know what? <laughs> I know it's spelled wrong, but I know you'll read it right. And I'll definitely. And that's the whole it. purpose. If I'm trying to write it down the word, it's for you it. to be able I hate to. It. It's communication. It it's communication. It would have worked. I hate it. I hate it. It's just basic communication. It doesn't have to be spelled right. It's just got to communicate the point. Yeah. So is that stupid or is that smart? That's the real question. Is that like a genius technique or am I just like dumb? I think you're writing in the middle. <laughs> you're writing right in the middle there. <laughs> like there's so many other things you could do like search it. Don't be dumb. <laughs> Also, the <laughs> the boom that my car makes whenever I have the door open, I always go, don't Dude. be dumb. <laughs> yeah. But no, because like, when you think about it, right, we speak English. Even if it's terrible, we speak English. Yeah. We don't speak Spanish. Originally, I don't know what the original language was. It was probably like Chinese or something like that, I think. I don't know. What do you mean the original language? Like of America? No. Of people. When you think about it, everybody probably at one point Are all you religious spoke, or not? They probably all spoke the same language, right? Yeah, at one point I would assume. Right. So then what was it? Two friends just got pissed off that everybody knew what they were talking about. They wanted to be secretive about it, so they started making up their own words. And before you know it, they had a whole language, and one of them moved to South America. And Oh, my God. That's how you got Spanish? Could one have been Chad? Could you imagine? Probably. Like, ooga booga. I think that's African. Like, he'd be in one of those, like, clicky tribes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just one of the sound tribes. <laughs> but again, Could if, you if everybody what a all podcast spoke podcast would sound like in that. I feel like <laughs> that it's like Morris code. It's gotta be. It's like Braille for people. You know what one of the scariest things to read in Braille is? Do not touch. Yes. Yeah. Why is but, the chicken so funny? 
I don't know. Why are chickens so funny? Because! <laughs> yeah, do you know how many times I've been told that joke this week? Probably like 50. At least. But it's only better than that because Ira keeps screwing it up and she'll be like, why'd the chicken cross the road? Because! <laughs> why is the chicken so funny? Because! because! Why is Humpty Dumpty so good in school? Because! I'm like, Humpty Dumpty's Humpty not Dumpty? a chicken. Yeah, why? But it's because. Did he lay the eggs? He is an egg. Exactly. Eggs don't lay eggs. Which came first, chicken or the egg? It doesn't matter. They both taste good. <laughs> I can tell you which one I'm eating first. Can you think of how sadistic breaded chicken is? What? Because you literally take the chicken and you mix them in with their unborn children. And then you take them and you rotate them in a bunch of breadcrumbs. And then you deep fry them. That's pretty. It's pretty ruthless. Okay. Do you count your eggs when you eat them? Do you mm-hmm. say I want three eggs mm-hmm. or three unborn chickens? Depends on my mood, really. Sometimes I go by three unborn chickens because okay. it's funny. If you go by three unborn chickens and you get a double yolk egg, do you only make two or do you still make three? I still make three. That was just <laughs> so. Luck. Then you get four. Yeah, exactly. I'm lucky. We've actually seen a the, when we buy the bigger eggs. We've actually seen a lot more the jumbo doubles. eggs. Yep, you get a lot more with them than the large or. The and medium. I feel like that's almost a ripoff if you're doing something that only wants egg whites. It really is. But I got another question for you though, too. Okay. So, do you buy jumbo eggs routinely, more often than like larger, the medium ones or whatever? Hmm. I don't know. I just buy whatever I feel like I want to buy price-wise. Like, I go and I look at the price. Like, I'm not buying tiny eggs. I'm either buying large or extra large or jumbo. Like, it depends on what's on sale, what I can get for what price. Okay. Because my dad always does jumbo. And the reason he does that is because he feels like he's getting more value because he gets 12 eggs no matter what. And if he gets the jumbo eggs, he's getting more egg. But you're paying more. Right. So your unit price is more. Right. I guess you, but he sees it as, but he got more. I guess you'd have to weigh it. Start, you know, you get twelve. Do it by the pound. Yeah. If you get, if the large eggs are one pound, and the jumbos are like one point two, then you've got numbers you can go off face value. How much per ounce did you just pay for eggs? Right. That's thinking way too into buying eggs, though. Yeah. Usually, I just go in and I go, "Oh my god!" Because right now they're fucking through the roof. They are. Right now, you buy freaking own a lamborghini before i bought eggs what's actually i will say though buying them at like the local big m okay has actually been cheaper than the big chain stores yes because there's been a lot less it's got to be like shipping costs and everything else it's got to be shipping costs it's got to be whatever it is they're getting from a local farm right they're they're getting getting them cheaper they're getting them cheaper because well they are local eggs i'm 95 percent sure but you're getting them cheaper because there's a lot less middle people that have to get their cut. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the rising cost of fast food. Don't even get me started on that. By the way, the app is all messed up. Why is the I, app all messed I, up? I was using the McDonald's app. I was like, oh, man, do you know what I haven't had in a long time? A hot fudge sundae. 
Yes, I know. And you genetics. Used to get a lot of those too. Genetics. But yeah, genetics. They were a dollar. It was a dollar. They were on the dollar menu yeah. that does not exist anymore. No, which is a sad thing because I used to love the dollar menu. So getting I, a double cheeseburger for a dollar? Come on. So I go into the app and okay. I'm like, all right, hot fudge sundae says $2.69. So I'm already like, what? Holy fuck. Like, I could go to the ice cream shop for that like, and get much this better. Is, this ice is where cream. I feel like I'm an old person or adult because I'm like, yeah, back in the day, they were a dollar, you know, but. Like, so I click on it in the app and I add it to the bag and then I go into the bag and it says it's three thirty nine. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, it's curbside. It's not a delivery thing. It's literally just yeah. curbside. So what's the price? So I will be making a phone call and talking to Chad to figure out what the actual price is because Chad's worked at McDonald's for over ten years now. Right. Like, he's. There was a, he's there got was to know the small, menu top to bottom. He's got to. What if he doesn't? I guess I wouldn't be surprised, but I feel like <laughs> he does. I feel like he does. But he never answers his phone either. No, he doesn't. So, But what do you do when he never answers his phone? I used to leave him voicemails. Used to? His mailbox is full. I told him three months ago that his mailbox was full. He has not... He's probably doing that intentionally so that you can't oh, leave him the long ones anymore. Without a doubt. I seriously, I was like, hey, your voicemail's full. He's like, all right. And that was the end of it. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, he's not deleting him because he knows I'm going to leave him messages the day he does. Yeah. So now, I found a workaround. Okay, what's this workaround? I just message him. A text message. Or 96. 96? That's the one day it was 96. I messaged him 96 because instead of sending him a big text, I sent him a text word for word. So I said, <laughs> what? Send. R. Send. You. you send. send. Doing. Send. And I just went through and I wrote him a whole paragraph like that. And next thing he knows, he wakes up and he's got 96 messages from me. And he's like, what the? <laughs> yeah, that one he actually called me back from. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. I am. That's true. I, I haven't w- heard from the guy in like five years. I almost thought COVID got him. Yeah, every once in a while I'll stop at McDonald's and make sure he's alive. So, did I don't know if it's everywhere, but have you ever seen him turn on the drink machines, like the fountain drink machines? No, I have not. They turn it on? Apparently. So I went into a KFC the other day, and it was lunchtime. They'd been open for an hour or two. It must be we were, like, the first inside customers. Okay. Because I got my drink cup, and I went over, and nothing was working. Like, no ice, no nothing. So I went over, and I was like, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on, but nothing's coming out from anywhere. And the lady looks over the counter. She's like, oh, hold on. She comes out, sticks a key in the side of the machine, turns it on like a car, pulls the key out, and all the lights come on, and everything starts working. Now, why would they have to like, shut it off? Is no my bit. shit. Why like, would they have to shut it off? I don't know. Like, if all the doors are locked, no one's in the lobby, who's going to use it? I don't know. Why do you need to shut it off? I don't know. Does the shit inside go stale if it's locked? Like, I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a drink machine designer either. I don't work there. I don't have a good we answer for We got so it. many things to Google. We're yes. slipping. We will put this on our Google list. Yes. Put it on our Google list because we got a Google. Did you know the whole reason you can't flush flushable wipes is the average flushable wipe takes about six minutes to break down, 
and toilet paper takes all of 30 seconds to fully break down. I did not know that. How'd you find that out, Google? Yes. Also, the toilet paper is made from wood that is basically compressed way down and like overly dehydrated and then they add like 95% water back to it and they put it on a screen to dry it and then cut it into sheets and roll it. Don't Google. You find out too much. We were slow at work the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Why is toilet paper flushable? No, honestly, it was can... So tissues and paper towels and flushable wipes aren't able to be flushed. So, like, you can use toilet paper for a tissue and you... You can flush fish. Eh, Well, I mean, that's all up for debate, too. The whole thing is, like, the paper towels and all that shit fuck up the septic system. They clog stuff up. Yeah, they don't break down, which, as you just explained. So, basically, the only way you can use a tissue for toilet paper is if you throw it out. But you can use toilet paper as a tissue and then flush it still. Yes, when you got to blow your nose on the toilet. But apparently there's something about chemicals and people are concerned that the toilet paper chemicals are bad for your nose or something. Yeah, I know, right? Joe Blow's doing coke, but he's worried about toilet paper. Yeah, There's just so many things in this country that I don't understand why we worry about it so much. Well, this was an article about like the whole toilet paper crisis during COVID type of deal where yeah. people were flushing anything and everything and trying to find anything to use. and Which like I didn't understand whole... because at that point we were all forced to be home anyway. So use the toilet paper you have. Try to buy some. All else fails. Hop in the shower. I was going to say. Take a shower. Won't kill you. No. But no. Don't get so, me wrong. It'll suck every time you have to use a bathroom to get in the shower, but it's still not the worst thing. So, like, at one point, toilet paper wasn't a thing. Right. So toilet paper basically is made to break down where the other stuff's made more of an absorbent. And the only thing I couldn't find information on because I was like, all right, what about tissue paper? Like that you would put in a bag. But there's no information on that, and I'm guessing it's because it's so damn thin, nobody wants to stick their finger in their ass <laughs> trying to wipe. <laughs> right. Probably not. Just... Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, like, do you have a favorite brand of toilet paper? Yeah, Angel Soft. See, I had Angel Soft growing up as a kid. My wife now is like, we should use the Charmin stuff. I've never had a preference as long as it's more than single ply. Like, you put Same. me in any My public dad. bathroom with single ply and... Yeah. Like, you're using three or four times as much. Mm-hmm. My dad buys single ply, and I'm always like, this is awful. Like, in fact, one of the reasons that I like Angel Soft is because, as you just mentioned, your mom has always used Angel Soft. Yeah. I remember going over to your mom's house. I was going to say, you must have thought we were rich because you're like, oh, my God, you got, you got two ply toilet, toilet paper? paper? Holy shit. Oh, I like pooping here. Right. Oh. Can I come over after school? Why? I got one brewing. <laughs> you don't know what that sandpaper at home is like. It's bad. You got man. the fancy stuff. Yeah, no, they should have outlawed single ply toilet paper when A dual ply was made. Ago. Oh my god. But yeah, my dad would have been furious, just like he was when he couldn't figure out his password to his bank account. And- <laughs> Then his phone wasn't working, so he wasn't receiving the text message, supposedly, that was getting his code. 
You want to know what's funny? Yeah, he was definitely getting the code. What? You, you want to hear a funny story from my childhood? What's the funny story from your childhood? So, since we've already brought Chad up in this conversation. Yeah, oh God. When we were There's growing so up. so many good stories. And I was teaching him how to play guitar. Oh, no. His dad didn't want me to leave. Okay. Um, He wanted me to stay there because Chad was having fun. He was learning, you know, one of those yeah. deals. But it was at the point in time where I was driving myself. Okay. So I had my own car at this time. And he hmm. didn't want me to leave and go home, but I'd already been there for like three days. Like I hadn't been home in three days anyway. And yeah, so it was, it was just, time to go home, honestly. Right. I was just feeling that like, all right, it's time to get out of here. He didn't want me to go. And I couldn't convince them that I had a reason to go. Okay. I went in my cell phone. I modified my contacts and changed my phone number to be under mom. And then you called I called yourself. No, I texted myself because you can't like. Oh my god! So I texted myself and I was like, "Hey, I need you to come home. You know, yada yada. Try to be home in like an hour." So I texted that, and it comes through to myself. Then I was like, oh, no, my mom needs me to come home. <laughs> now I have to leave. <laughs> what a sad story. Oh, man, I was really looking forward to being here the I rest feel like of the I day. vaguely remember that, almost like I might have <laughs> seen the contact or something. I told you about it after I left. Yeah. Because you were still stuck there. Yeah, I'm pretty, I, I, I'm pretty sure I wasn't driving yet. No, so I'm pretty sure that day... I had been there three days. You'd come over that day, and I'm like, dude, I'm ready to go. And you're like, just go. I'm like, I don't have a reason. You're like, you don't need one. And I'm like, his dad is making his it, so I need one. Like... He doesn't want me to leave. <laughs> I also remember getting toilet paper thrown at me by that man because I fell asleep. <laughs> I thought it was because you shit your pants. No, that was Febreze. He would Febreze my ass. Yeah. I'm sure he did I... the same thing to you. Yes, I strongly remember that. With you, I'm surprised he didn't zip tie the fucker and that, throw it at you. That was about the same time, though, where I remember the one day, it was it was like a Monday. We'd been over there all weekend, and we woke up Monday morning and started getting ready for school. And his dad was like, you should just stay home. Chad's like, no, it's a school day. I got to go to school. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but Kyle's here. You should just stay. He's like, I need to go to school. Like, he had to fight with his dad to go to school. Right. I remember that. It was, like, the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. I've, yeah. There was a lot of bizarre things with that, though. Oh, no doubt. I I also remember one of the times, so Chad didn't have what we used to call senior privileges, where he could leave for part of the time. <laughs> Which I don't Because underst- he had to have passing grades, but I don't he was understand. the super senior. He, he was a senior for like three years. How did he not have the privileges, right. man? He basically wrote the rule book. <laughs> like, like, oh man, it didn't work out this senior year, but next, next senior year, year. I got this. Right. If we change this, it'll be better for everyone. Right. Right. Ah. <sighs> But no, so he didn't have senior privileges. I did. And I had a car. He didn't because he rocked his Jeep. Right. Um, And his dad called and was having some serious trouble breathing and was having some issues. Okay. So we go to leave. The principal saw us as we were leaving. Okay. You can leave, but why are you going with him? 
Yeah. Because we're leaving. Chad literally just said, because we're leaving. Right. And I'm like, Chad, you should give her a reason, like, because my dad can't breathe. Right. And then she goes, yeah, Adam's right. If you would just tell me that, I'd probably just say, okay. Right. But now I have to question it. And by the way, if you get caught again, right, it's going to be a problem. Right. So then we went to his dad, helped him out. And like three days later, his dad didn't need us. For sure, we laughed and told him that his dad needed us. What I is... probably didn't help him manage to... I don't know. I don't think he would have mattered. It... Do, you, do you think he actually passed, or do you think the teachers got sick of it and gave him 65s on everything? No, he passed. Yeah? Yes. In the end, he passed, because I remember painfully helping that child man graduate child high school. Man. Yes. <laughs> I can't, I can't call him a child technically because he's, he's older, older than me. You, but he's a but child. I can't, <laughs> but I can't really. As much as he's a man, he's like more of a toddler. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of my buddy Hunter. Like he, Hunter's he does, great. He does a lot of that stuff where he does it, and he's like, "Yeah, I did this," and I'm like, "Why didn't you do this?" And he's like, "Oh." I should have done that. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds exactly like Hunter. So my buddy Hunter, he he's a big boy. He's probably like three, three fifty. Um, he worked with me at one of the places I worked at, and we happened to have a vending machine there. Okay. Well, he got Sour Patch Kids, and they first got stuck. Sweet. <laughs> they got stuck. I guess they were sour first. <laughs> So oh, I think they're supposed to be sour first. They are. Because <laughs> it's the, yeah. Anyway, so he started shaking the machine, right? Okay. Didn't come loose. So then the boss walks by and goes, why don't you try running into it? Your weight will probably shake it loose. He thought oh, it was a no. good idea. He went through the glass. <laughs> now, expensive. mind you, I'm off this day. So. He goes through the glass, he gets yep. his shower, Sour Patch Kids, um, and he's, you know, I've been told the story a million times, he's all shaken up, and he goes into the boss's office and goes, we gotta, <laughs> couldn't even talk, like, legitimately, <laughs> was just like, out there. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes out there, and the boss just goes, oh, I wasn't serious. Right. So then I walk in the next morning. And I noticed the vending machine is just empty with no glass. And I walk in. I've got my lunch bag in. I got my energy drink. I walk in. I stop. Dead tracks. <laughs> my boss walks by me and goes, what's wrong, Adam? And I went, I left for one day. You suck. <laughs> you need to get a new job as a boss, man. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. What is a reasonable amount of alarms to set in the morning? Or what is... Not a reasonable amount of alarms to set in the morning. I know from experience you have too many. Okay, well, how many is too many? I would say too many is when you're starting to touch eight. I have too many. I know. <laughs> I have four set right now. Okay, how far apart? Five to ten minutes, depending on what time. So my first one... On your, on your average day, what, what time does your first alarm go off? Actually, it's 15 for the first split. My first alarm is at 5.45. My second one is at 6. 
And then it's 605, 610, 615. So actually I have five sets, sorry. Okay. Typically my first alarm goes off at 540. And then again at 545. And then again at 550. And then again at 555. And then again at 6. And then 605, 610, and 615. Can you change that one to 607? (laughs) No. Um... It drives my wife nuts. Yeah, I don't blame her. It used to drive me nuts. And here's where she has this catch-22. Oh, boy. They drive her crazy when my phone is on my side of the bed. She about loses her mind if I roll over to snuggle with her and I set my phone on her side of the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> um, the other issue is she shuts them off very quickly without waking you up yes so you're still passed out cold right so it pisses her off and i just sleep through them and then i when i finally realize what's going on it's like oh shit i gotta get i gotta go yeah yeah so why do you need so many so on my phone it's too easy to turn it off instead of just snoozing it okay and i had one time where i didn't snooze one and i just turned it off so now i make it so i don't have to worry about it i just set them all and then i don't have to worry about if i snoozed it or not yeah same reason like i realistically would only need the 545 and then i could just snooze it if i wanted to but no it's for work is yours just swipe one way or the other yeah yeah so for work it's like all right i'll set like a bunch of different alarms but if i'm getting up to go to a competition or something like that i can set an alarm for 3 30 in the morning one alarm and it'll wake me up, and I'll get right up and go. Because it's something you want to do versus something you don't want to do. I mean, I'm, I know you do want to work. Of course, you don't want to be unemployed. But, you know, it's – I really if, want to go do this competition I think, versus I need to go to work to support myself. I think part of it, too, honestly, is if I only set one alarm, I would get up to it. But now that I've set so many different alarms – I'm comfortable and used to it. Mm-hmm. If I set one alarm for six o'clock and six, and then maybe one more for six o five, I would probably be fine. But I don't, and that's half the reason I don't get up. I don't get up and don't worry about it because I have all the other alarms set. That's pretty much the same thing as me. Like I used to be one alarm and I was fine. One alarm when I needed to get up and I'm okay. But now you're a hundred percent right. Now when it wakes me up at five forty five, I know. You got 15 minutes before the next alarm. I don't need to be up yet. Right. Like, it doesn't matter if you snooze that one. It doesn't matter if you turned it off. The other one's still going off. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. Does your kid get up in the middle of the night and wake you up at all? No. Sleeps through the night? She sleeps through the night very well. She went every great once in a while, she'll wake us up in the middle of the night. Or When um, that happens, who does she wake up? Both of us. She doesn't get out of bed and wake us up. Oh, she, she gets just yells? loud enough. Yeah. Oh. oh no, my kids, my kids will come in the room and get this close <clears> to your <throat> face and just start poking you. And then when you start moving, they'll be like, "Mom, Dad," I'm like, "Quit fucking touching me." Mm-hmm. I'm awake. What do you need? The worst, right? The worst one. Rain comes down. Dad, Dad, Dad. 
Dad, what, Rain? Karina has to pee. Okay, <laughs> where's Karina? <laughs> Upstairs. Why are what? you down here? <laughs> Go get her and help her use the bathroom. What do you need me for? Right. I just wanted you to know. Cool, I know. Go get her before she pisses on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she wake you up and dump you? I don't know. And that's the thing. Our room's not on the way to the bathroom. They came downstairs and turned the opposite way to come in our room to tell us that they had to use the bathroom instead of just going to use the bathroom. Oh, my God. That would be so frustrating. Like, we need to have... I'd rather you pee the bed at that point. I mean, I won't be doing laundry. Wife will be doing the laundry. But, like, just go use the bathroom. I don't need to know about it. You're not in the toilet sailing around the world, like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to know about it. Like, if you fall in, you know where you're. You know where your clothes are. Swap them out. <laughs> right. You piss yourself. That's fine. Take a shower. Wake yeah, me up for that, maybe. Up. But yeah, exactly. But that's mostly so I know you're not drowning. It's not even that. It's more or less so I know who's in the fucking shower. <laughs> right. If I just wake up and somebody's in the shower, I'm going, "What the fuck is going on?" Chad. But yeah, quite honestly, like. I prefer if they would just stay in bed, but if they got to get up and don't actually need me, I don't need to know. If you can get up and come downstairs and get a drink and use the bathroom and just, not tell me about it, just do it. Go to the bathroom. If you actually need help, wake That's, me up by yeah. all means. But wake me up. Don't wake up mom. Wake me up. Or don't wake me up and only wake mom up. Right. But if, I, but if I'm going to get woken up, you might as well just wake me up and leave mom alone. Yeah, because mom's going to be a bear. Yeah. Mom... She says she's had all the shit ripped out of her face so that she shouldn't snore, but she fucking snores. I know I snore. I've heard her snore. I will attest that. She fucking snores, too, so don't let her fool you. On that note, we should probably check to see if she's down there snoring, huh? I bet she is. I bet she is, too. All right. We'll wrap this up and uh, go see if we can catch the wife in the act snoring on the couch. All righty. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. And until next time, have a good night. Have a good night.